Some people might think, I pack a gift box, a child gets it, and that's the end. That's really just the beginning of a discipleship class in which the kids and their entire families are connected to that local church. Uh, so it's not just evangelism, it's discipleship, and it leads, as in the case of this church yesterday, to multiplication. You're listening to On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse. I'm your host, Christy Graham, and I recently traveled to Ecuador, where I had the privilege of passing out gift-filled shoeboxes with Operation Christmas Child. We think so much about that moment you just heard, the countdown, the excitement the kids feel as they open their shoebox gifts for the first time. But as Bill said, that is really just the beginning. Today, we're going to hear more from Bill Fister, the Senior Regional Director of Operation Christmas Child for the Americas. But more than that, I wanna take you into the middle of things. This trip was eye-opening and life-changing for me. So I wanna introduce you to the pastors we met who are passing out shoebox gifts to reach their communities, to children who are thrilled by opening the boxes for the first time, and to graduates of The Greatest Journey who met Jesus through this project. Until I was on the ground in Ecuador, I didn't fully understand the project and its impact. When I pack shoeboxes with my kids, I'm thinking about the initial excitement when they discovered their new gifts and toys packed into their shoebox. But what I learned about that stuffed shoebox is that it really is just a catalyst for the gospel. I met Pastor Ava and her husband, Pastor Christian, right after we distributed shoebox gifts to children in their community. My name is Eva Lanchimba. I am working here with my husband, Christian Mediavilla in Katsuki de Velasco. Uh, we started here um, eight years ago. We started with the Bible VBS uh, uh, here, uh, just here at the school, because uh, um, many years ago it was a other director of the school. So the, he opened the door and we started with the children. Like, and then they borrowed a uh, one room here at the school to start the Bible study with the adults. And then, uh, like five years ago, the shoot boxes come, and that also helped us a lot to to have more contact with the people. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate. Thank you for coming. Come back again. <laughs> now, how many churches do you? do you outreach with? Uh, this is the the first church that we started to plant here. We had eight years old, eight years here. Mm-hmm. And then we started two years ago uh, opening another mission in Pilgarang is the name, is uh, one hour and a half from here to go their place. So we have there in Pilgarang, we have five families and we are sharing the gospel <laughs> there, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, how can we pray for you and your church? Uh, it was nice. You can pray that God give us wisdom to preach the gospel and many other families uh, come to Christ. <laughs> yes. God bless you. Yes. Thank you. Pastor Ava and her husband are just a snapshot of the amazing pastors Operation Christmas Child is equipping to reach their communities. We also met Pastor Pedro, who is feeding more than 75 children each day and teaching them about the gospel. This program is something they run out of their own budget, and they are regularly praying for the funds to keep it open. It's not easy for them to run this program, but they feel called to serve their neighbors in this way. These are the kind of partners that Operation Christmas Child is supporting, people who are committed to reaching their communities with the love of God. Operation Christmas Child is a priceless tool for them, equipping them to reach more children in need. There are so many other stories just like this. As I mentioned earlier, we joined Bill Fister, and I love talking to him about how God is working through shoeboxes in Ecuador and throughout the Americas. 
Bill shared a lot of touching stories with me while we rode in the van through bumpy roads on our way to a shoebox distribution. It's been great having you and Edward here in Ecuador with us, just seeing some of the impact that these uh, uh, shoe boxes, the, the really the gospel opportunities, uh, the impact they're having here in Ecuador. It's amazing to see. We saw all day yesterday just the joy on children's faces, the impact that the gospel's having in churches, the new churches that are being started, just the, the missionary heart of, of God and of these local churches as they reach their community with uh, the, the good news of Jesus Christ. And so here in Ecuador, it's incredible to think about 350,000 children are being reached every year with the gospel. We saw just a little piece of that yesterday. We're about to see more in about 30 minutes today. Uh, you know, over 200,000 of those children going through the greatest journey, discipleship. It's just incredible to see how the gift boxes that that all of these donors, all these volunteers are packing are having such an eternal impact here in this beautiful country of Ecuador. Something that's impacted me greatly is to see that ongoing impact. These churches, when they get this box, they're invited to a local church and this local church will walk them through it. And you explained a little bit, but could you explain the greatest journey a little bit and how parents get involved essentially, because these kids become missionaries, come home, tell them about the greatest journey, and then the parents want to get involved. You know, Christy, I think of two stories from yesterday that just highlight what God's doing here in Ecuador, throughout the Americas and around the world. First, how cool was it to see a 24-year-old pastor of a local church that was just exploding, having to build new buildings because of the success of The Greatest Journey. And so here in Ecuador, we're training uh, teacher trainers that then train teachers that come back to their local churches to then reach out to these uh, uh, children that are in their communities. And this little church, every classroom, just packed with kids learning about Jesus as part of this 12-week the Greatest Journey Discipleship course. And so some people might think, I pack a gift box, a child gets it, and that's the end. That's really just the beginning of a discipleship class in which the kids and their entire families are connected to that local church. Uh, so it's not just evangelism, it's discipleship, and it leads, as in the case of this church yesterday, to multiplication. But I think also at the first event, the TGJ graduation that we took part in, when we saw not only children graduating, but we saw 30 adults that came to faith in Christ as a result of their children being discipled through the local church that then came with their caps and their gowns to receive a Bible and a graduation certificate. The Greatest Journey, or TGJ, program that Bill talks about is really remarkable. While we were in Ecuador, we had the opportunity to go to the Greatest Journey graduation, where kids who completed the discipleship course got to celebrate. The unique thing about this particular graduation is that the parents were so interested in the Bible lessons their children were learning that they wanted to be a part of it too. So the parents actually went through the greatest journey and graduated with their kids. They all wore caps and gowns and received certificates together. It was so sweet and it showed me the impact of Operation Christmas Child. But none of this could happen without the greatest journey teachers who go through the training and give much of their time to love on children and teach them about Jesus. One of the teachers I met had a special story about how she started teaching. She received a shoebox when she was 10, and now she wants to give back. Uh, she received the shoebox when she was 10 years old. Recibí a los 10 años. Bueno, para mí fue, a esa edad es una emoción 
grande. When you are in that age, it's a, it's a huge feeling. It's happiness. Pero ahora, ahora yo a los 20 años, pues soy maestra de aquí, de lo que es, aún trabajamos con las cajitas. Y es una gran bendición, ¿no? Para mí, lo que Dios me ha dado, ¿no? Poder, poder ser un día, tal vez, aquella niña que cogía las cajitas y ahora ser aquella que puede enseñar y puede compartir y puede ir a, a entregar las cajitas, pues es una gran bendición. So it's a huge blessing now that I'm 20 years old, when I received the shoebox and now being a teacher. Mm. It's a blessing because um, it's like a retribution mm. for, what, for what I receive. De gran bendición, compartir ¿no? con los demás, tal vez como decía, no se gana nada o no se obtiene nada, pero tal vez la satisfacción que a mí me queda y lo que a mí me motiva a seguir a pesar de todo, a pesar de tal vez el cansancio, todo eso es la risa de ellos, verles sonreír, verles tal vez un momento de su vida, compartir con ellos y sonreír, yo también. So it's a huge blessing, it's a huge joy to receive a smile from the kids, giving them a shoebox, so teaching them and receiving that is, I don't get paid, I don't, I don't care about like if I'm tired or not, but it's a huge blessing for me teaching. Son también las que nos motivan también a seguir. Cuando llegan las bendiciones, pues es algo, una motivación para nosotros para poder continuar. So thank you so much to you too because this is a motivation from for us mm -hmm. to continue doing uh, what God wants us to do. It's a motivation. Mm -hmm. Same to me. I, I'm like going home changed because now I know my brothers and sisters that are doing the same thing I am in their communities, but we're doing it together. Wow, don't you just love Natalia's passion for serving the Lord? This ministry partnership encouraged both of us and made me think of Philippians 1, 3 through 6. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. This verse stood out to me the whole trip as we met so many partners and learned about how they are building a kingdom that will last forever. Can you tell me a story um, about a shoebox story that stands out to you? One other that I, that I love to brag on, a friend, and, and uh, he's, he's a pastor. He loves to start churches. And so uh, he took me one time to see a brand new building, a new church building. He was building a pastor's house. He was building a community garden. He was building uh, a feeding center for the kids, and he was building a church. And as they were building that, ask him the, the innocent, honest, simple question, well, how many people go to this church? And he said, nobody. And so I, I usually don't think about building a church building for nobody. So why, why are you doing this? And he said, well, let me tell you a secret. For 10 years in a row, we've done Operation Christmas Child outreach events in communities that have no evangelical church. And so I said, so this church will be born next year. Hmm. And so I spoke to him after that. I said, well, tell me about the church. He said, it's just like I said, it would be 10 years in a row, a brand new church. And that's the impact that Operation Christmas Child's having here in Ecuador and all around the world. And that's something that I've been touched by is the, the staff here and the volunteers. They are so kingdom-minded. They are looking to share Christ, but multiply it and have these kids make a ripple effect in their communities. So tell me about the impact the Shoebox Ministry has had in Ecuador. My goodness, that's just incredible as we begin to think about 
regional directors like Jonathan Constante, based here in Ecuador, and uh, Andy Almeida, uh, international field rep, uh, also based here in Ecuador. Another 12 field reps that serve all throughout South America. The national leadership team, six men and women that that serve in different areas of the ministry, four strategic regional leadership teams, 17 regional leadership teams. There alone, we're talking about a couple of hundred year-round volunteers serving in this ministry. Then an additional uh, 3,000 local churches, uh, every one of them with an entire team of volunteers that serve this ministry, uh, several thousand greatest journey teachers. And so just here in Ecuador, we're talking about a volunteer army of tens of thousands of people who love the Lord, that who love this ministry, and who are passionate about evangelism, discipleship, and multiplication. We're talking about an impact, a countrywide impact. Uh, uh, we talk about it here as just a movement of God to see the entire church come together as a one body in Christ to reach children, and not only children, but their entire families for the Lord. Thank you for sharing. Um, I know I was touched by one of the teachers at The Greatest Journey. You know, she just was crying because she received a shoebox as a child and it inspired her. She wanted to give back because it changed her life. And so she's now, changed, you know, helping these kids grow and develop. And so it is just amazing, the impact. But how can we be praying for your team? Well, thank you so much, you know, Christy, for praying for this ministry. First, we just want to pray for every church, every teacher, um, every child that receives a gift box, we want to see more people come to faith in Christ. Uh, we as a, as a team want to be faithful to all that God is, is leading us to do. Uh, but our heart is just to see more children and their families come to faith in Christ, uh, more children discipled, more churches started, more churches growing. Uh, we just want to see the kingdom of God expand in Ecuador, across the Americas, uh, and around the world. That's our, that's our simple prayer. So we thank you. And we're about to go see this happen again in just a few minutes. This story Bill shared really amazes me. The faith of these pastors was both encouraging and challenging. To think that he was building a church before there was anyone to reach, all on faith, that shoeboxes would open the door to share the gospel in the neighborhood. Bill also mentioned the incredible team in Ecuador who is making this all happen. Andy, an international field representative for Operation Christmas Child based in Ecuador, is one of these key team members. Andy assists with training and coaching, playing an integral role not just in Ecuador, but the entire region. Andy first crossed paths with Operation Christmas Child when he received a shoebox gift as a kid. He grew up in a Christian home, but the shoebox gift still changed his life. His father was pastoring five churches spread all across Ecuador which meant that he was often away from his family. And Andy ran the risk of becoming hardened towards the church. Thankfully, God used a Nike jacket to open his eyes. I'm 29 now, but my story with Operation Christmas Child started when I was 10. Um, I was part of one of the first uh, outreach events that we have with Samaritan Spurs in Ecuador. So I was in my city, Ambato, in my school, and um, I had the chance to receive my shoebox when I was 10. Back those days, I, um, I born in a Christian family. My dad's a pastor, so I had this Christian environment all the time, but I was struggling a little bit with, with my dad time um, because uh, since he's a pastor, he was a pastor, he was leading five churches at the time, so it was a lot of like great service for the Lord, but not too many time for uh, spending with family. So I was struggling with that because I didn't understand when I was 10 uh, why it has to be my dad. 
you know, because it's okay for other pastors, but not my dad. <laughs> so I was struggling with that. And uh, I remember when I was in the Ultras event, um, received my shoebox. It was a, uh, it was a garden, super, super cool. And inside it was just one thing. Uh, and I was shocking. Because, you know, God knows better what you want that you, want, that you really know. <laughs> so when I took, it was a Nike black jacket, amazing, super cool, <laughs> that I was wearing until I become 16, I think, <laughs> because it, it couldn't fit anymore. And my mom says, okay, that's weird. So <laughs> I had to stop it, but I really love it because for me it was super, super special to understand that it doesn't matter if my dad needed to give his time and his life to the service to God, um, there is my greatest father mm-hmm. taking control of everything. And um, even there's thousand people around the world praying and asking for something to God. He was just putting his eyes on, on my heart. Mm-hmm. And he knew what I want. He knew what I need. And it was this, this amazing item. It was not the jacket, you know. It, it was more that, like the, the mean that it has to me. Just to see that God is, is putting his eyes and taking... Uh, taking care of my life. Mm-hmm. So when I received that, I was struggling because I didn't want to service at the church. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to do anything there because they were stolen my dad in my mind, you know, mm-hmm. as a kid. Uh, but I, when I received that, I understood that he's, he's taking control of everything and he's calling me to do something else. Mm-hmm. That, that's why my dad was doing that, you know. I didn't understand his heart. But when I, I received that, uh, I decided just to, to share what I received. The joy, the care, the, the amazing gift that Jesus is. Not the box, but Jesus and, and the story of Him and how He is loving us all the time, taking control, taking care, giving all you need. Andy's story and his heart to share the gospel are so inspiring and contagious. What you didn't hear from Andy is that he first started out as a clown with Operation Christmas Child. That might sound strange at first, and I thought that I would have thought the same thing had I not have seen it with my own eyes. But the gospel presentations at each shoebox distribution are more than just telling a story. Their interactive skits, music, and truth of the gospel all help the kids learn about Christ. And let me tell you, they are really good at it. I watched as hundreds of children were completely captivated by these skits and teaching about God's love. And this type of outreach and evangelism doesn't just happen here in Ecuador. It happens everywhere shoebox gifts are sent. That's the amazing thing about it. Well, first of all, a huge and a massive thank you because you are giving us an, a, an a door for communities and families that maybe are closing for the gospel. But because of the shoebox, uh, this is a, an, an open door for us to get in, in communities where the gospel uh, can be can be there easily. So the, the shoebox is this door to open the opportunity for many and thousands of kids all around the world to heard the gospel. So you are not packing a shoebox. You are packing a gospel opportunity. That's what you are doing. So keep doing that, please, because you're giving us this amazing opportunity. The world needs to hear about Jesus. This is the only hope. This is the only truth. The truth is not an idea. The truth is not a philosophy. But the truth is a person. It's Jesus Christ. And you are giving us the chance to introduce Him to all the world. So thank you very much. Thank you for that application. But also, how can we be praying for you and your team and your and the country of Ecuador? Well, uh, as you know, there are many, many challenges sometimes. Uh, uh, some of those are roads, uh, timing. But... Um, Thanks God, we have a great, 
great uh, team of volunteers down here in the field. So if you could just pray for encouragement for them um, um, and also for more volunteer hearts to become part of this program and help us to reach the unreached people going to the ends of the earth. That's our goal. That's right. That's the goal, reaching the ends of the earth with God's truth and love. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you were learning right alongside with me of the power of the simple gift. It's really so much more than I ever imagined. I was particularly struck by the faith of the pastors who rely on Operation Christmas Child each year. When you pack a shoebox, this is who you are supporting. Each shoebox is so much more than just a gift. These pastors reminded me of Matthew 17, 20 which says, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. As we wrap up, I wanna take you back to where it all started. The joy of kids unpacking their shoeboxes and discovering the special gifts inside. I hope you loved going on the ground with us today just as much as I did. I was really reminded of how much we take for granted. Items that are everyday to us, but some of these kids had never seen them before like scented markers or chapstick. Every two weeks, you can expect a fresh episode taking you to the front lines of our work around the world. I'm so excited to go on this journey with you. Make sure you hit subscribe in your podcast app so you never miss an episode. You can also go to samaritanspurse.org slash on the ground to see my tips on great things to pack in your shoebox this year and some extra videos and photos. Thanks again for tuning in. We look forward to our next episode.